Hey, what's the deal, man? Corsair Radio is here. Man, technical difficulties killed our uh killed our show, man. We thought we was live the whole time, but we weren't. I guess maybe we still uh hung over and lived from the celebration of the Lakers being the NBA champion. So we got the city so active right now, man. So hey, but we are here in the studio. Y'all get to hear us, right? I hope so. Because we are, we just been so excited. I think the excitement killed us and had us going crazy. But hey, we are here anyway. You guys are gonna get courtside radio, and I know y'all love it. I know y'all probably like, damn, what's going on? But hey, we are here in the studio. Technical difficulties got us, but hey, it's Mike Kill the PG here, and it is courtside Monday. And it's the PG man, the Magic Johnson of the show to make sure this thing is show time. Every time you hear Corsair Radio on the mic, I'm here with the shooting guard, Mr. Ida Pappy, Mr. Inglewood himself. What's 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 the deal, Mike? What up? What up? What up? It's Corsair Monday. You know what it is. We back to business, just like the Lakers, number seventeen, NBA champions. We are Liddy in the city right now, and uh, you know what it is. Mike on the mic on a Monday. It's going to be love, baby. Hey, man. My guy Bruce couldn't be in today. And see, that's why, you know, just like the Lakers, you have your role on your team. And uh, my guy Bruce's role is to be on the ones and twos because he runs this show the right way. And, hey, it's meant to be. But, hey. DJ Shice right. DJ Shice right for real. If y'all need a party, DJ, hit Corsair Radio up, man. We got you. We'll show up with Mr. Shice. Right, and make sure that thing is lit. But we are here, man, ready to talk these NBA finals. The Lakers got that thing done 106 to 93. Yes, sir. Great defense. Bron did his thing. AD, Rondo, KCP shutting everybody up. Even Danny Green said, Damn it, y'all sending threats. I'm going to send y'all these threes. Get and he three ended with bad boys. Yeah, Real smart. Hey, finished with 11 points, man. Uh, Mike, true. what's your take on the game, man, yesterday? It was amazing. I loved how we went up early, but putting Caruso as a starter changed the whole mindset and the tempo of how we started the game. It was what we needed, and we had a big lift off the bench. Playoff Rondo showed up to win 19 points, tied Danny Green and leading us in threes with three of them bad boys. And uh, the Lakers showed up. AD was a little hot. You saw he was a little salty. He no, won the yeah. MVP. He did. He did. <laughs> he, he, he's like, damn it, I did all I wanted. You got three of them already. Let me get one. But nah, facts. It was a team. It was a team win. We went up early. Miami tried to come back late, but it was too late. We was already in our in our uh, championship mindset. We was already thinking about the champagne in the locker room. You know yeah. what was going on. And it was just uh, the Lakers knew, damn it, we messed up a great opportunity. With the Mamba jerseys. Yeah, with the Mamba jerseys. They could have won on a Friday night where the whole mm. city would have been lit. They would have been back home Saturday. Oh, that didn't stop, stop it. No, it still didn't stop, stop it. it. <laughs> because if you guys were checking your social media feeds oh, and man. checking out the news, you saw that L.A. was going crazy. But that's just what happens when you haven't won in 10 years. It was our anniversary, baby. 10-year anniversary for championship greatness. We're used to this thing. We are prolific in every way. The Lakers have been doing it. Facts. Don't let anybody try to diminish that. You know what it is. We tied with the Celtics, and we have to do it right. Hey, Keep and, it uh, going. They, they did it for Mamba, man, and Gigi, and uh, you know all the victims. And that uh, tragic accident, man, and it's just man, man, just exciting to see the Lakers back to where they belong. You know, they started off uh, 
the 2010. They started off 2000 winning the championship. 2010, it was only right that they did uh, 2020 as well. Mm-hmm. And man, big time stuff from the the Lakers. Man, they they uh, they showed out uh, last night. They came with their A game right away, and it was just nothing that anyone can do. Man, they they balled out and. Physical, just yeah, real physical, and just man, real proud of the guys because they played in that bubble. I think they were there about ninety something days, and this it, is true. Yeah, it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of work, man, and they they put it in. Like it's crazy when you look at uh, no one picked the Lakers to win the championship. No, I saw that we had what zero zero was it still a zero percent chance? Yeah, After all the the Clippers, the 76ers, the Bucks even had some. Yeah. I'm like, come on now. Rockets making it the, to the that's finals. True. Oh my God. And it was just like, damn, just to Lakers see that. Lakers in five. Lakers in five. Lakers yeah, in five. Lakers, Lakers in five. <laughs> and it's just like, what what were y'all what were you guys thinking? Shout out to my guy Rob Parker, who does owe me wings, by the way, because he we had a bet uh on my show, Don't Add Me with Mike and Alex that the Lakers will win, and I, I need those. I need those wings because he chose the Clippers, and I also mm. had a bet with Clipper Daryl. So, man, I'm still a- Laker Daryl. Still Laker Daryl for right now. Yeah, still he's still, still Laker Daryl. But uh, Clipper Daryl, you know you owe my man's. No, nah, yeah, facts. Clipper Daryl, you still our guy, but. Y'all ain't the Lakers, baby. All we know how to do is win championships. And uh, with the help of Braun and with the help of AD and all the guys, Frank Vogel doing a hell of a job, Palenka, Magic Johnson, uh, starting this thing off. The Lakers are the champs. 106-93. The celebration shouldn't, shouldn't end. We should be turning up for... An entire weekend I'm pretty sure we will Also I was about to say Don't let that final score fool you We were up by 30 plus Before halftime came about Facts Do you understand that The Lakers applied pressure And it was nothing That Jimmy could do this game No yeah A smooth 12 Jimmy Yes 12 Yeah 12 points Jimmy It wasn't enough Jimmy finished with 12 points So it was uh, Man it's just a performance that you would you thought that you wouldn't see after scoring what a thirty point triple double? True. You just didn't see what you thought you would. But I saw his running mate become the youngest player in finals history to choke when the squad no, needed him. Facts, man. Tyler Hero. All we, that love he gets. Hey, he didn't step up when they needed him. Uh, and then the the return of Dragic just wasn't enough. He wasn't healthy. It kind of threw off some of their momentum that they had playing guys like Kendrick Nunn and so mm-hmm. forth. But he shot their chemistry because Kendrick Nunn did start. He started jacking up threes because he was like, I don't know when I'm going to get the, sh- the chance to like, get the ball again. Yeah, Dragic literally did implement himself into the squad and tried to play just because he wanted to, he has the grit to try to play. But five and five wasn't going to do it with the minutes that they gave you. No, yeah, true. Like they could. Uh, so go we, got, we got our guy Himes here. Uh, y'all, if you guys listen to the show, y'all know that he is a big time. A uh, Celtic fan, which poor poor die thing. Hard. He is, yeah, he's a diehard. They haven't won a championship uh, since uh, a long time ago. But Heinz, man, what's Boston. up? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the latest episode of Courtside Radio. <laughs> Don't sound so solid. Yeah, you sound depressed. You good? Glum. Chum, what's good? Hey, <laughs> you all right, man? Just waiting for uh, Andre Drummond to get traded to Boston. You know how oh, it is. Lord. He just got a deal with the Cleveland. Good luck. But um, what's your take yeah, on last yeah. night's game? Laker fans, 
uh, stay tuned for later tonight when I decide in muster up the energy to roast you alive. But just understand, this was a coattails-ridden LeBron James championship set up by him and the organization. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for LeBron James. Enjoy the asterisk-ridden 17th oh, ring that you guys man. so illustriously wanted. And that's it. It was ours to lose. We do understand that, Himes. But when AD led us in 13 statistical categories throughout the season, then in the finals, he took over when it was needed. Hit big shots, game winners. His first game winner in the playoffs, to be exact. And uh, we didn't ride the coattails, but we did try to give LeBron all the chances and opportunities that he needed and wanted. And the staff that he thought he could win with, they asked his opinion and implemented a lot of things that he wanted. But you got to understand it was a team win. Yeah. And we did that thing. Hey, it's two guys that we have to uh, to give a lot of praise to. Um, matter of fact, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna double that. I'm gonna say four. First, I'm gonna start with Magic, just for being there um, to get uh, Bron. You know what I'm saying? Like because he was there, Bron was like, "All right, let me go holler at Magic and see me about going there and trying to make things happen uh, in LA for the Lakers." Uh, and then Rob Palinka, because after Magic, he was able to. Pull off the trade that Magic couldn't complete to bring in AD. And then when Kawhi tried to do the Lakers wrong, he was able to muster up a roster that won an NBA championship, even with a guy like Avery Bradley staying at home. And then you have to give AD his credit because he was an amazing uh, player on both ends of the floor to go with LeBron. He averaged 25, nearly 11 rebounds, and like two blocks, two steals in the series. And playoff Rondo, baby. Playoff Rondo. And then you got to give. Times, you know him. You got to give much love. Love to uh to Frank to Frank Vogel, man. Like whenever the Lakers took L's, he came back with adjustments and it helped the Lakers become this year's uh NBA champion. I appreciate that we didn't lose back to back at all in the playoffs. That was good. That was good momentum coming in every series. We start off slow on the first two in the first two rounds, losing that, but we win in five. We got it together, especially Against teams that when they got they got cocky early with a with an early dub, okay, cool, don't worry about that. That's that's gonna be your one and done. No, yeah, Big, fact. have you have your moment because that's it. Hey, Alex, make sure you talk all the way. I don't know if you're using the mic, but you uh, you sound a little low. But make sure you talk all the way into the mic. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. But the Lakers 106 93, they took care of business. Great, great job by uh, those guys. The Lakers got 17 championships, tied the Celtics, but we all know who the best franchise is. So let's give the Lakers some claps, man, because they deserve it. To win in that bubble was really, really tough. I hear people talking about it was the hardest championship to win, and I don't believe that because when you're traveling and have to go uh, play at other people's home where your young players may not show up, is that much tougher. But, you know, we're going to give major love to uh, you know the Lakers for doing it because they did it. They're going to be hopefully the only team ever to win a championship in the bubble because we can get this thing figured out. But shout out to the Lakers uh, taking care of business, winning in six games, and just shout out to the NBA Adam Silver and those guys. Smart man doing a great, great job. I told everybody I'm writing Adam Silver on my presidential ballot because he did a great job with the bubble. No one tested for COVID and. He was there to make sure the Lakers got that championship. So, thank you, Mr. Adam Silver. Hand claps for that, man, baby. Longest NBA season in history. 
And the Lakers did Come out with the So this pretty much Championship Counts two championships For the Lakers franchise But we ain't gonna talk about that So We gonna keep it on LeBron uh, Winning his fourth NBA title Um the first to win Finals MVP on three different teams. He beat Kawhi. Aha. Uh, Clippers suck. But um, where do we rank the titles when it comes to LeBron? He has four. The first one, 2012 versus the Thunder with Miami. Then he won 13 um, against yes, the Spurs. Spurs. 2016 coming back uh, from 3-1 to one to beat the Warriors. Golden and then State. this year's. Um, I'll, I'll just start it off. And then Mike and Alex, you guys can chime in where, where you rank them. I rank coming back from 3-1, number one, because you beat the 73-9 and team, and you did something in the finals that no one ever was able to complete. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a lot of help from Kyrie, but he did it for Cleveland, and that's his hometown. He came that's, back and did it. That's yeah. what made it more important and special. I feel yeah, like. and that's what we're going to remember most. I think out of all the teams that he's played for that he deserved to have a statue and jersey retired, I think for sure Cleveland Almost is definitely. the place. And that's he was able to make that happen by winning that Championship because Cleveland haven't won in so long. Was it fifty two or fifty three years? Yeah, fifty two or fifty three years. Uh, then I have this uh, Lakers championship uh, second because you know, hey, the Lakers, they he helped them win after the ten year drought um, and bringing them that seventeenth title. Then I have the. 2013 because they beat Duncan and the Spurs and then the first one they beat a young Thunder team that was his first one but we we expected them to win after losing to Dallas so that'll be my order uh Cleveland uh championship Lakers the second one with Miami and then the uh first one so uh Mike before Alex uh Mike what's your take on that well I also have easily when they came back from Golden State it was one of the things that you saw LeBron elevate to not even he he already put himself in the argument for greatest player at that time and people was like well if you can come back from this we'll throw you a nod he said bet no, it was yeah. like he throughout his career proved people wrong and it was like it took him a while to get it together because of the teams and the talent he had around him mm-hmm. so it was like when he got that first one for Cleveland tops the charts no yeah it's it's nothing i think better than that one that one was so 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 impressive, Hans. Are you there? Yep. Yeah. So uh, talking to the mic, sir. Um, so where, where would you rank this NBA championship for uh, the great LeBron James? Uh, I think it's safe to say, given what we had talked about earlier, of course, this is the second ranked title because it really it, it's amazing to see what he's doing at this stage in the, in his career. But other than that, it really doesn't mean much. Uh, it's just new conference doing it in the West, all the added bonuses and stories. That's, that's why it's second because you can't top beating the best regular season, statistically speaking, NBA team in a seven game series when you're down three, one and not have that considered the best NBA with a goat shooter of all time. Yeah. yeah. Fact. That's not just the best NBA Finals for this individual. It's also looked at as one of the best NBA Finals series ever. Yeah. Not just by the individual, but total. So if that's the case, why the hell are we even having a discussion over whether or not this is considered the best? Because this isn't even in the top 10 in terms of the last 40, 50 years, possibly. But that's just me. Well, yeah. that's because our competition, they tried, but we're better than them and we showed it. We had to prove it. 
night in and night out. So when they got their two wins, people doubted us on what we already knew we could do. Yeah, it would have been it yeah, would have been there much was a stronger. Solid baseline. There was already a solid baseline in terms of what we knew the Lakers couldn't couldn't do. It's not like there was anything to be, you know, debated. It was just when will they get the championship? It wasn't will they be able to get the championship? When? How many games? True, because we applied pressure literally when Miami had fifty eight going into the fourth. No, Bro, yeah. defensively we stepped up and we meshed. We Took over everything, putting Caruso as a starter, having aggressive KCP, which I still tell y'all, I don't give that man much credit, but he did his thing. Last night, he proved to me that he can actually no. step up when it's needed. Danny Green and Rondo, well, Rondo with 19, so that, that, yeah, was, that, that impressed was me. That's yeah. what I loved about it, but he also took it upon himself to say, hey, Defensively, I'm gonna step up too because he wasn't. None of us had slouches on the court. Everybody had great switches. The perimeter was shut down, and AD altered a lot of shots, like you said earlier. It's like we had cohesion all defensively, and we took over the first three, going up by thirty plus before halftime. No, true, and it this championship would have been even more impressive if you had to beat. The Clippers in the conference finals beat Milwaukee. Most definitely. You know, in the finals, I think people would praise it even more. Right now, it's going to get a lot of love, but down the line, people are going to realize, you know, hey, they avoided the Clippers. You know, Skip Bayless is already out there talking his mess. We're not mentioning, and this is just the truth. It's kind of, unfortunately, it's similar realistically to, you know, what some of these other sports are encountering, which is given that the fan participation is down to basically a minimum, the part, the actual feeling of it being a championship is pretty much not the same, you know, having fans in the building to celebrate post championship. Yeah. Being able to go to LA live and even Staples center exactly. and celebrate in front of Staples. You know what I mean? Like we didn't get that opportunity and that's the unfortunate thing. So even as a Celtic fan, we're just talking as an NBA fan, right? Like, it really doesn't I, – I know that it feels like a championship for you Laker fans, right? But to the rest of the NBA world, like, it really doesn't feel like it's anything different. It feels like it's kind of just a, another day as uh, usual, you It's know? the midpoint before next season since it's supposed to yeah, start in December, supposedly. It feels supposedly. like downtime between free agency, you know, when, no, when there's no news, when, you know, the big names have already started making their moves and now the rosters are starting to get the little alterations right before, you know, you have the draft combine and all this stuff. Not true, and – it, it was a great um, Just a great run For the Lakers uh, Shout out to all the others Shaq always talks About the others And they They made the job Much easier For AD and Bron But hey uh, Bron has four And um, Man I, I'm gonna say this If Bron can get to five I may truly Truly consider Placing him over Kobe When it comes to The all time Uh List on my end Like I think this this, That's understandable though This throws him into the top five For sure for me Like at first I had him around That six and seven range Cause you know Magic Magic Kobe Jordan um, Kareem for you uh, Kareem uh, Then uh, I had like um, Who do I have Tim Duncan And you know Shaq And then I had Bird and Bron I think he catapults for sure In that top five now Um, And Man, he just yeah, he did a great job. You know, uh, people are gonna overrate this. I hate some people in the media because they're talking about this is a LeBron championship. I love what Himes talks about, but it's true. It's true. He, like he was playing with another top 
three guy. Like they, the Lakers might have had the two best players in the NBA this year, and not too many teams have that, you know. And that's why it looked so easy. You and know, they what weren't I'm selfish. Yeah, and they weren't selfish. Like when Kobe won ten years ago, Gasol was probably a top fifteen player. You know what I'm saying? But he wasn't considered a top three, top five guy. You know what I'm saying? Like when um, when Boston won uh, in 2008, like. Well, KG may, maybe probably was still a top five guys, but Paul Pierce part, wasn't. Yeah, no. The sad part when Kobe had Paul Gasol, it wasn't even like they they barely rounded out the top five in duos for the Lakers with only forty seven points, nineteen boards, and seven to six. Yeah. Seven point six assists. Yeah, different eras of basketball too. So the scoring was much different, like uh, ten years ago to now. It was, so that's it was more why physical, and it was less prone to shooting threes. Yeah, because we remember that game seven. Uh, Hans, you remember that game seven, the Lakers Celtics, two thousand ten. <laughs> yeah, he remembers that game, but um, it was just a redemption game. Yeah, redemption game, but um, it's just crazy too. So you had the stat earlier um, before, you know, while we were dealing with the technical difficulties. Which one you need? Um, the top, the top. Give me the top three scoring duos in the finals for the Lakers. Top three scoring duos in the finals for the Lakers: Robert Sacre and Kent Bazemore. Man, no, get out of here. no. First, we no, have Jerry no, West and no, Elgin no. Baylor with 71.7 points. Which is crazy. We have Shaq and Kobe with 63 points, 18 boards, and 9 assists. And then we have Magic and Kareem barely edged LeBron and uh, AD because they have 54.9 with AD and LeBron having 54.8. Yeah. But it was like, literally, they were so synonymous because Magic and Kareem had pretty much 55 25 boards and 12 assists. LeBron and AD, 55, 22.5, and 11 assists. So it, it shows you that Brown wasn't out there doing it by himself. Like, he had a great player in AD, and AD's journey is just beginning, and I want us to discuss that a little later. Shout out to uh, Philip, man. He's on his way back to France. Our guy, uh, we're going to try to get him to chime in. Be safe and sometime, stay dangerous. Yeah, sometime soon. Um, you know, when it comes to the coming uh, days or weeks, and then shout out to our guy Bruce, usually on the ones and twos, but he's he's getting that getting that bread, so we can't hate on that. But Courtside Radio with the Storm Five, man, you got the uh, uh, magnificent three, Michael the PG here, uh, the shooting guard inside of Pappy, then the small Ford, Mister Himes, Shalom, L- Shalom, hey Shalom, Shalom. But yeah, man. Uh, so another thing I want to I want to ask you guys. When it comes to LeBron, because you're going to hear so much about Bron, 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 Bron. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a lot of love. He's going to get a lot of, lot of credit. My question to you guys is, is um, does Bron deserve his uh, jersey retired after this one ring for the Lakers? No. LeBron deserves his jersey retired right now? No, I'm just saying, like, say if... LeBron plays what well, he has two more years. Two mm-hmm. more years, they don't win another one. But he has this one title with the Lakers. Does no. he deserve to have his jersey retired? No. In Cleveland, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, in Cleveland, most definitely. Yeah. Not not well, with the Lakers. Absolutely not. There is not a single chance on this planet Earth if he does not win at minimum two more. We're not talking just one more. We're talking two more. The Lakers are a storied franchise. They got Kobe. They got Shaq. Sounds right? good to hear and you they say got that. Magic, right? 
Those are the guys that you have synonymous that Kareem, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor. Yeah, she's the guys that you want. That James, big game, James Worthy. <laughs> inside or outside, right? Yep. These guys. LeBron James, this stage in his career, it'd be one thing if he played just like he did with Cleveland in the beginning, then comes back. That's the story that you sell to earn a statue in a jersey retirement. If you want to make that same case that Pat, Pat Riley did at the end of the career where you retire the number entirely for every team, that's one story, right? That's one thing. I respect that, especially with the Jordan thing he did. That's why I love that. But no, there's not a chance in hell LeBron James deserves to have his jersey retired with the Los Angeles Lakers. Just cool the brakes on that, Laker fans. I know you're not thinking that, Michael. No, I not at all. Mike's not thinking that. <laughs> he said I did. Anyone who thinks that, and get, go. I don't think that a lot of Laker fans think it, but you hear a lot of media figures, Stephen A., Nick Wright, are saying that, hey, he brought them a championship after 10 years. Yeah. But just because I'm the guy that said that they're the that the Lakers are riding the coattails of LeBron, that doesn't mean LeBron deserves to have a statue there. So is LeBron, think, LeBron better have AD in his statue somewhere. <laughs> if, if there's a statue you have of LeBron, it's with AD holding him like over his shoulder, or something like in the hug. Yeah, you see the, the I think room, I think from this team, only AD has a chance. If AD decides he's what 27, if he finishes career with the Lakers and he wins. You know, multiple titles, maybe end up with two or three, and you know, great numbers. Bron's going to be gone, so he'd probably have a chance to maybe get him an MVP. I think he has a chance, but unless Bron can pull off a three peat, mm-hmm. I think then you can get him his jersey retired. But as far as like I heard, that's him, what I was thinking. Some people to... brought up a statue, and I'm just like, nah. man, statues are made for guys who spent most of their careers there and did great, great things. You know what I'm saying? That's why in Boston, I would love to see uh, Bill Russell, um, Larry Bird. Maybe you oh, could Bird, throw a Paul, Paul Pierce or something like that. But you wouldn't give KG a statue. You could retire his jersey yeah, because like, the Celtics yeah. haven't won in so long, and he helped bring that. But given a statue, I think you no, have no, to. If you, they you give Kevin Garnett because of what he did, like he turned them into a defensive juggernaut. Not at all. If you give KG yeah. one, Ray no, no, Allen has to be on there too, with the probably Rondo. No, no. We're not giving him a statue. No retired jersey. Oh, retired jersey. Yeah. You yeah. can make an argument for KG. Rondo it was a little early in his career, even though I love Rajon Rondo. You've heard me talk so highly about him, but it was too early in his career for him to gain the ability to get that. Pierce and KG are the only two from that 08 squad that deserve to have their numbers talked about getting retired. Pierce, of course, Pierce first. Yeah, time. Pierce got first ballot for, but, for that right there. KG, the only other one that I would even consider. And the only one after that right now is Jason Tatum and maybe Jalen Brown, given how long they spend in their Celtic career. I just think that we have to slow the roll of all these people who's talking about retired jerseys and all that. Let this guy finish his career out with the Lakers. Um, But, hey, he he brought them a championship, so that's that's a great start. But let's see where this goes going forward. Uh, Once again, Courtside Radio with the starting five, man. We thank you guys. For tuning in, um, man, it's we we still excited, man. We had some technical difficulties earlier, so if you tried to hear us live at six thirty, you couldn't. But that's because it was, we still turned up from yesterday's championship. It was Liddy uh, in the city, baby. Liddy in the city. The city was going crazy. Cops on horses, people throwing things on fire. Oh, it was just live, man. It was packed all in, all down Staples Center Drive over there. Yeah, and you got to think about this. If there is one thing I wish I did do, and I know that you guys say the same thing, I might be different, but being able to go to a parade and also being there with the 
moment. You know, it's just it's something you want to say that you were at. Yeah. And, and I, I hate it because I wasn't able to make it to the one in 2010 because of class. Damn you, college. I moved to Tennessee the year right before it, was, it hurt. Oh, my I God. I said, oh, now y'all want to show up? Yeah. Now y'all want to do this? All right, cool. Hope y'all whoop the Memphis Grizzlies ass every year. Y'all come out here. And I just hated that I couldn't go, but... I hope they try to figure out something for the fans, but I'm, I don't think so. But let's just uh, switch gears. We're going to uh, take it over to uh, Coach News. So I, I want to uh, hear you guys' takes on it. But first, I want to say uh, pray for Nigeria, man. Um, if you guys don't know about everything that's going on in Nigeria, it's, man, it, it's a lot of a lot of craziness but i'm just going to uh school you on what's happening in nigeria so sars which is a special anti-robbery squad was put into place to protect civilians from armed robbers instead they are exhorting uh they're harassing and attacking and killing innocent youth um they are profiling youth with nice cars, nice clothes for simply having an iPhone, assuming that they partake in fraud and engage in crime. Um, so, yeah, they, they will stop you. If you look like you're somebody, they just they just pop up on you. And mm-hmm. they're not only just arresting you or anything like that. They they are killing and robbing. And it's just a crazy, crazy situation. Have you guys heard about this at all, uh, Michael Himes? I've heard something about it, but you said it was the which ones? Uh, for Nigeria, it's about the uh, the special anti-robbery uh-huh. squad SARS. Yeah, pretty it's, much. It's yeah. like jump out boys, pretty much. Yeah, like they hop out boys. Like that's they doing things. It's not even like on a vigilante like level anymore. It's yeah. just it's just okay. We're mass murdering people now. Nah, facts. So it's like okay. So you take something that people can get cured of at some point, but you don't give them an opportunity. No, yeah, and that's that's what man. It's just. It's just bad, man, when you're hearing about it. And, you know, with us being people of the world, especially us, we black, so it's, it deals with Africa. Uh, it's something that a lot of people are talking about and protesting. We hear about everything going on for the Armenians and uh, pray for that that area as well. Uh, but, man, to hear what's going on in Nigeria to these young people is just so insane, man. But, Himes, have you heard anything at all about this situation in Nigeria? Yeah, I've actually been paying a little bit of attention to it. And thankfully, you know, a couple hours ago, the news came out. President um, uh, Buhari actually uh, made the promise that he would be disbanding SARS, thankfully. This is coming way, way, way too late. Of course, this needs to get looked at action-wise in uh, post-context. But in terms of right now, real time, the least good news that I can give on the update is that there will be a disbanding of the SARS. The statement comes, the disbanding of SARS is only the first step in our commitment to extensive police reform we will also ensure that all those responsible for misconduct are brought to justice and here's the praying that in a time where we're seeing uh emotional unrest when it comes to political uh unrest across the world here's the praying that this statement is actually held true and this is dealt with swiftly and quickly no hey agree man and um yeah, man, just, man, happy to hear that they're taking care of that and putting an end to that. So prayers out to Nigeria, prayers out to the people of Armenia as well. My Nigers. Yeah, with my... My Nigers. <laughs> my Nigers, but I got a few Nigerian friends, man. I, I met uh, college players who I coached, and, uh, man, just to know what's going on to the people there. Um, Bill, Bill Burr, 
um, who I didn't know. I seen before, but I didn't know much about him. Sorry to okay. put it on you, Hein, but do you know who that is? Okay, so look, Bill Burr is one of the funniest guys on the planet. He's the guy that you guys may know from years ago talking crap about the Philadelphia Eagles to Philadelphia fans at a show that he sold out in Philadelphia that he walked out on because he called them the worst people on the planet, the scum of the earth. This guy makes some comments in his SNL monologue, and look, I understand that comments can be taken uh, in a certain way, but let's stop and hold up for a minute, people. What's his job again? He gets paid to make people laugh. His job is to literally criticize what's going on on the planet that he sees in real time and give his opinions. Mm -hmm. So if you are giving the man shit for his comments that he makes in terms of what he gets paid to do, think about what your job is. Think about whether or not you could make the jokes that he makes and gets paid to make it on a high level that he does. And he's a comedian, goddammit. So of course he's going to make comments that you might not like. But that doesn't mean you got to take it to heart. People look at that and laugh all the time. And I I just... I agree with what he was saying, you know, with the history of America. Uh, it seems like whenever there's issues when it comes to uh, black people that sometimes you're like, wait a minute, how did this become a a white uh, white woman thing? And that's what he was pretty much saying, you know, um, that with everybody's talking about the Karens and things that they're doing out there. It's like they're trying to take over some of the... The fight and the cause. There we go. Man, what's up, Bruce? Uh oh. What's the deal? I'm back. Welcome back, back. man. Hey, so Bruce, we're talking about uh Bill Burr's uh SNL monologue. Were you able to check that out at all? Uh the brief I only saw the brief video when he said uh white women are hijacking the Black Lives Matter movement. Is that what we're discussing? Yeah, that right there. Yeah. Well, you know Bill Burr has a black wife because nobody knew No, that. yeah, and that's what, you know, after that, everyone Thank looked that up. Thank you for making my point. <laughs> yeah. That's like Jesse Owens. He, oh, no, Burr, Jesse Owens like Gary Bill Owens. Burr is more woke than a lot of people out here. And he gets paid to do this. This is his fucking job. No, facts. Yeah. But and he's always been that way. He's always been like that. If you ever listen to any of his comedy, it's like, that's exactly who he is. Yeah, and, and he will call you out. This is who he is at his heart. So there's never been a yeah. where he's like, "Oh, this is going over the edge." No, he's always over the edge. So I don't mm-hmm. understand why he chose this I mean, one me. instance to go it over the edge Fine. and look at his comments and say, "Oh my God, let's blow this up." Hey, this, <laughs> Bruce, man, we yeah, we Bruce making li- a show, man. Bruce what you doing? Like lib, well, I love I'm it. I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to get set. I'm trying to get to my spot. He's trying to get uh, a bag right now, and he's getting set up to the post. Bag, he's yeah, trying to exactly. get to the mid post right now. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, but throw it into me. I'm ready. Repost, repost. But yeah, you. man, it was yeah, no Markeith Morris pass. <laughs> yeah, None no Markeith Morris pass at all. <laughs> but yeah, Bill Burr, man, it takes a lot of courage to do what he did on the platform that he was at. And um, it it made me right away say, let me go see who he's married to because it, this this is a reason behind this. And you saw you see he's married to African American uh, wife, and he was speak speaking facts, man. Sometimes uh, they say shout to Usher, but he said the truth hurts, and the truth really hurt, man. And Bill Burr just was able to step out and say what he said at the time that he did. And I know at the SNL, uh, people were probably shocked. Like, wait a minute, what did he... That's what he be doing. Yeah, I, and I I don't really... I've seen him before, but I didn't know too much of him. But I, I got to give him some hand claps for standing up for, for black women and, and black yeah, people man. Whenever you get a chance, check out Bill Burr Comedy. He is hilarious. He is like that consistently. He's, he's at least for the last few years, especially because I know he... 
for a while that was just his girlfriend and then they finally got married he always talks about his relationship he has a really dope podcast as well i think it's the monday morning podcast um it, hey, I, hey, I, I only know one monday morning podcast man that's uh keith good news <laughs> oh, believe me you know that's why i was gonna plug that in there too yeah, but he about to change that thing i believe to top of the morning podcast because he you know he goes live Monday, Monday and, and Wednesday. Wednesdays. But, um, yeah, so Bill Burr, man, if you guys haven't checked out this SNL monologue, make sure y'all go and check it out. Uh, Bruce, we miss you in the studio, man. I messed up. I had a I had an off day. And, they fumbled uh, the whole bag on us. What's going I on, I fumbled dog? 20 minutes of the show. But we are here. Good thing we're a podcast so that you can come in and uh, – <laughs> Check out the podcast, and we just read. That's how good we are. We can do the same show twice, and it's probably even, even better. Get this better. Time. Look, even get yeah. better, baby. Look, we our camaraderie is magnifique, and we can't <laughs> stop it. We only get better, baby. Hey, you know who we are? Who's that? Alex, we are the Los Angeles Lakers of podcast, <laughs> and that's champions. <laughs> and you have to be a part of this, baby. Top tier, baby. You are you are the Rondo. You could be the Rondo. Yeah, you could be the Rondo. You could, you be, could the be the Celtic that that hopped on the squad and say, "Hey, we could all be great together." Wait, can I ask Hans a question since we're all here talking about this? Go ahead. You got to ask Hans that question, Bruce. Uh, Rondo specifically said that the Laker franchise was better than Celtics. How did that make you feel? I, I, I Meaning, like the entire Rondo said that the entire franchise, front office, like just how the Lakers are ran, is better than the Celtics. How did that make you feel? He was paid off. <laughs> he was paid off. <laughs> that that's your answer. That is terrible, man. You could have gave us paid off. Well, hey, he did get paid off I with the range, extra chips. You know, he did all that. Los Angeles? No. Did he have to deal with the trade rumors for Chris Paul? No. Did he have to be looked at as the third, fourth, fifth option on the team? No. Did yes. he get looked at yes. as on the Celtics? He was. Yeah. It was a big three. Then Rajon Rondo. So he no was a. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But on this team, he was. But he was like the. He was like the fourth the guy on this team. Yeah, but he didn't have to. He wasn't aiming to be looked at as the top guy or top dog on the Lakers. Not by any stretch of the word. He has lots of history and drama with the Celtics. That's why there's more to be said about his time with Boston than it is with the Lakers. Ah, uh, whatever. But hey, man. <laughs> hey, that, that's our culture news. Uh, make sure y'all check out what's going on in Nigeria. Check out Bill Burr's uh, SNL monologue. Before we get up out of here, I just want us to discuss this topic really quick. Um, so I saw this on Fred Rogan uh, show, which comes on like really, really late Sunday nights. Uh, NBC. Uh, my guy Rob Parker was on there, and they discussed the question. And uh, we're Bruce, I will let you take it first. Is this title more important for LeBron's legacy or AD's career? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. I feel like it's almost equal for both. For LeBron, it's one of those, I'm 35. You guys have pretty much doubted me. You counted me out coming to L.A., said I was making movies. And he proved uh, once again that he's pretty like he's the best player in the league at this very moment right now. And then for AD, this is the start of something that can be huge. I think AD needs like a whole nother run for it to be as important as it was for Braun, I think, because I think this is like that final stamp for Braun. Like he needs one more to like really get those goat talks and like really shut everybody up because they're still not going to give him his credit this year. But for AD, this just puts him in that position of, like, I was the second best player, sometimes the first best player on a championship team. 
and the kid is 27 years old. So yeah. this could be the start of one of the biggest runs of greatness for a big man that we've probably ever seen. No, facts. And that's what um, – for Bron, it's number four. You're doing it with a third team. It's big. But I think it was big for AD because he came out of Kentucky a champion. He got to New Orleans, and they're like, let's see what he's going to do. And he could never get them over that, that hump. And this was he his He never chance. really had so many people to help him get no, over yeah, that No, yeah, that too. But it was just that, you know, like winning that first championship. And like I was saying earlier on the show – if he could, if he plays for the Lakers another five to six years, he has a chance to have a legacy that Bron may not be able to get because we don't know how much longer Bron has, and that's how AD can become a retired jersey by really doing some great thing with the Lakers. So that's why I think it was big for him. But of course, it's big for Bron. It's number four. You know, he's getting closer to uh, Kobe and MJ. All right, for me, I always say being in that five ring club with uh, Magic, Kareem, Jordan. Kobe, Tim Duncan, Bill Russell, which you know I can you can view as your top guys. So the closer he, he's getting to that, so hey, for me I was like, damn, that is so so tough. But man, it, um, yeah. if, if I had to go, I'd probably go LeBron because winning four championships is just tough, and I think AD has more on the way. But uh, what's your take on that, Mike? I was gonna say it's 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 the start for AD into the promised land. It's starting. So he could have a winning mentality. Like he was already good, but he was like, "Bro, I've never been on a team that could get this far." No, fact. So now the first opportunity I get with it, we thrive and, and I flourish. So you know what? I, I want to see if I like. He's only going to get better. Yeah. Because he was also an MVP candidate this season. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing people like overlook. It was like, bro, remember when he did lead us in these thirteen statistical categories? Yeah. He uh, had a shot. To be there And also Himes The thing Why it wasn't also One of them LeBron Giving rings Because in his 17th season He chose to switch up his game And said I'll lead the league In scoring I've never done that In any of my In any of my seasons Throughout yeah. my career Yeah. So uh, if I have a Top three player right here I can defer to him And I can believe yeah, in him To actually be got ahead, Went ahead and got This top three player What was Dwayne Wade When he, he had him He didn't go get him what was The Dwayne Lakers Wade built when he up had assets him. To make a trade So We've already seen What the Lakers had with that and we already saw what Dwayne Wade said. Dwayne Wade said that uh, AD is Anthony the best player he's ever played the best with. Player that he's played with. Yeah. 100%. So, hey, so what accomplishment is um, was bigger to you? AD, uh, what was more important? Is this more important to LeBron's legacy, uh, Himes, or to AD's career? I mean, this title for me like sets up the ending point of LeBron's legacy in terms of you know this. Laker fans and NBA fans would have given LeBron crap for years if he didn't win this year or at least win one with the Lakers. So he's gotten one. Now it's just time to put the nail in the coffin type of thing. Get one more. That shuts it up. Anthony Davis, though, this is the start of his career. And this is really like this to me is really the start of his career, because while he was in New Orleans, to me, it felt like he was in NBA purgatory. It wasn't necessarily fair. He was getting put in a situation where he had to be the team doing everything and it just wasn't working. He comes to the Lakers. He doesn't have to be the best player all the time, but he realistically is the best player outside of LeBron James. So the situation for me is this is more important for AD's future than it is LeBron's legacy. This sets it in stone. So for me, it's more about AD's future than it is LeBron's current legacy. No, I agree. Um, Man, it's uh celebration is still going to continue to go on. Um, I know y'all used to the two-fold pick and roll, but make sure y'all tune in Thursday. We're going to bring that at you on Thursday, the two-fold pick and roll. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun because 
hey, the NBA season is done. The the kings of the NBA is the best franchise yes, the sir. NBA has ever created. The uh, Los Angeles and we, Lakers. And we didn't have to do team of the week this week because you already know who it is. No, I already knew who it was. I was <laughs> it's, I only <laughs> it's only one option. It's only one option. Do you know what today is? It's a 10-year anniversary of being great. Yeah, so I'm just like, I already knew what that was. So that's Bruce's team, team of the, the week. week. The 2020 yeah. NBA champions. Himes, <laughs> Celtics, y'all don't know nothing about so that. Salty. Y'all do not know nothing about that. So oh, let's see. Himes. I might have to make a bet with Himes and say that the Boston may never. There we go. May never, uh, ever. Hey, you better turn that back on. Hey, Boston may never oh, win a championship in this era, but hey, um, from uh, Mike Kelter PG to Mr. Ida Pappy himself, mm-hmm. Bruce Courtside, and our guy Himes LA. Man, this you is Courtside Radio with I the starting five. Shout out to our guy. And I just said unmute. Um, oh. Shout out to our guy Philip, who's on his way to France. But we thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure y'all tap in Thursday because the litness continues when it comes to Courtside Radio and these 2020 NBA champions. So, hey, we're going to get up out of here on some uh, a West Coast banger that I know everybody loves. Hey, we thank you guys for tuning in so much. Peace. Be safe. Be safe, stay dangerous, people. Let's get it.